1: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from howstuffworks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com.
0: And my name is Ben Bolin. I write some videos here.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, well, I, I guess think that's all that, I mean. I they're to say, okay. Right? Yeah, well, they're good stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah don't, don't sell yourself short. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Hey, we got another listener request that I think we should talk about, and this may be a quick one, I think.
0: Okay, I, cool. I, I think. All right.
1: We jinx it with that, usually.
0: Well, knock yeah. on wood or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: This one is uh, is from Evan. And Evan is from Andover, Massachusetts. And Evan says that he's a big fan of the show. Likes to make, uh, likes to listen to us on road trips. That's it. Oh, cool! And um, says that he has a question for, or has a suggestion rather for a podcast.
0: All right. He wants to know how the parking boots work. Parking boots. Parking boots. I hate those things. Do you really? I'll tell you how they work. They make your life crappy (laughs) for a few minutes. You sound.
1: Do you want to talk about this now or no? Because you sound like you may
0: have had some parking boot experience. You know what? I have. Now, as you know from listening to our other podcast, which we also hope you enjoy, uh, we cannot reveal the exact location of the secret of Studio 1A. But I can tell you that I've had an experience parking in a nearby parking lot. um, And lo and behold, and I wasn't parked there for days. I was parked there for a few hours. And uh, I came back and I had a boot on my car. And it took me a second to realize what was going on. It didn't didn't register? It didn't register. Yeah. I, You know, that's something that you think happens to other people. You know,
1: I'll uh, admit, I, I had no idea that they did this in parking lots. I thought this was like a city street thing. Right, right. I thought it was for a more severe crime than that. I guess I just didn't know that uh, parking lots were targeted for this type of
0: thing. Yeah, so there I am. And this is, uh, I think they did this because it was in the midst of the holidays on uh, this is about 2008 or something. And so there I am and I get the boot and I'm looking around and I'm near this sort of strip mall area. And I just think somebody's watching me. People aren't just gonna boot <laughs> your car and, and drive away if yeah. it's in a parking lot like this. Yeah. And sure enough, this guy who to his credit was very nice uh, comes driving up and charges me upwards of $60 to take it off. Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars to take it off. Most the expensive parking space I've ever had. Really? Yeah.
1: Six, now, what would have the cost have been if you had just
0: paid for parking there? <clears throat> it would have been twelve dollars, Scott. But we all learn <laughs> from our mistakes. <laughs> so it and cost I'm you big five, enough to admit it.
1: Five times as much to uh, to park illegally. But uh, okay, got it. You look a little bit embarrassed. It wasn't illegal,
0: I, man. It was just I was all right. I, I understand. Yeah. I, I don't
1: have any experience with the boot, but I do know what the boot is i mean it's a piece of hardware really mm-hmm. that, that locks to your wheels and it prevents you from driving away and just simply as that, simple as that um really what it is is just a major inconvenience like you said mm-hmm. um it, the metal device has usually got a a ramp of some kind or something that's designed to go in front of the wheel that, that keeps it from spinning right or it would destroy your body the body in the car yeah. um and it just doesn't allow your wheels to spin is what it is now i have seen i have seen online. Uh, some people trying to defeat the boot.
0: Um, really? Yeah,
1: and I don't recommend this, by the way.
0: That's by trying to, to take the boot off themselves or I'm trying talking to drive? Like,
1: I'm talking about taking it off, like, uh, via different methods. Oh, wow. Yeah, like uh, one guy had a, uh, I believe it was a, a metal-cutting chainsaw. Um, not a good idea. No. No, not a terrible idea, but um, there are a couple of, you know, Strangely enough, there's a couple of advances in this, too, and I don't know if you wanted to mention anything else about the hardware
0: since you're, you know, so intimately familiar with it. I would say that I have I have post-boot <laughs> stress syndrome. Making me laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I think we should go into it, and of course, a little bit of a caveat. This episode is not going to show you how to break the law. And uh, anything we talk about is only something that we think is interesting. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. So it's definitely not, not recommended to try to take this thing off. Mm-hmm. Uh, just pay the fine and be done with it because otherwise you're, uh, I don't know, you're at risk of damaging you know, hurting yourself or damaging your vehicle or, you know, are just breaking a law by it to begin with. Right. Um, so better pay up. Okay. So uh, we, did, it, we, we did our, all right, our now, good guy now thing. Now, we can so. understand that it's a, it's a major inconvenience because – Here's what happens most of the times when you get this boot. Now, if you're in a parking lot like you were, mm-hmm. someone kind of watches for you to return, because you may be the only one in the parking lot at the time that they have that device on. So they can kind of mm-hmm. just camp out and see what you're doing.
0: Because I looked happy when I was walking. <laughs> That's what it was. All right. That's I'm right. sorry. I swear I'm not going to talk about it. All right. Anymore. Sound bitter.
1: Um, the, I, the, the thing is that if you get this in traffic, or if you're in a, in a downtown city area where you know it's crowded, congested, they're putting these on several cars in right. you know, large areas. You have to find a way to get down to, uh, down to like maybe the downtown area where they have the city offices. Mm-hmm. You have to go there during business hours. You have to pay the fine, prove who you are, come back to your vehicle, find, you know, find a way back to your vehicle, wait for somebody to arrive to your, at your vehicle, and then take this thing off for you so that you can, you can be on your way. Yeah. Major inconvenience. Um, more so than just paying the $60 like you had to. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have to pay the fines, of mm-hmm. course, but, um, there's a there's kind of a new advance uh in the in this area which I thought was kind of interesting and this is really about the only advance to this type of thing you could really think of.
0: Lay it on me man, I need a heads up. Electronic boots with a keypad release system. Oh. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um
1: there's a phone number on the see what it does require you to have though is a cell phone and a credit card available to uh to make the payment over the phone. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a phone number on the boot device. You call the phone number give them your information, you tell them who you are, give them your information, you pay the $60 or whatever it is that you said it, it costs uh, via the credit card of the phone, and they give you the code to release the, the boot from your vehicle. Now, I don't know what you do with the boot afterwards, if there's a, a drop-off location or what. but um, oh, Can you imagine? They make
0: you drop it yeah, off for I think,
1: them? I think people... Yeah, if they know what's good for them, they'll just leave it right where it yeah, is. You just, know just but uh, yeah. don't do anything malicious with it. But um, don't dig. I don't your hole thought that deeper. was pretty interesting that there's at least one advancement mm-hmm. to this because you think of it just as a chunk of metal that you're attaching to someone's wheel. What mm-hmm. can you really do with it? But this is a good example of something you know makes it a little easier for everybody involved.
0: And I want to be fair and be uh, I wouldn't say the bigger man, but I'll level with you, Scott. At this point in the show, we both know that I'm emotionally about six years old. So I was irritated, <laughs> but. To be fair, when people get these boots, a lot of times it is from a city service. It may be from a private company, but there's a reason. Unless you are friends with incredibly calculating and malicious super pranksters, Mm -hmm. you're only going to get a boot. If you park in a place you're not supposed to park. Yeah. Like if you double park in a handicapped zone and you are not handicapped, if you park in the fire lane mm-hmm. uh, and you're not a fire engine, you know. Often this is repeat offenders as well. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard if, that. Uh,
1: if, you know, the this is the
0: third strike you're out type of, uh, of
1: yeah. warning. You, know, they get, you get the paper ticket on the window twice. Yes. The third time you get the boot or right. maybe it's the fifth time. Uh, mm-hmm. it's not just it's usually typically not the first offense that you get something like this but uh, I suppose that varies from district to
0: district sure sure um, and uh I wanted to tell you before we before we, uh end up with this I actually looked up before we did this the most expensive parking space cause, oh, really? yeah because you know I told you i pay, I ended up paying you know 60 bucks a little over sixty yeah, it's bucks pretty steep yeah I thought so until I heard about uh the most expensive parking space in the world, which is actually in back Bay uh a uh, upper class area of Boston mm, okay how much well, let's play the guessing game oh no okay come on I'll tell you it's more than a, it's more than a thousand dollars it's more than a thousand but you knew that I figured it would be
1: more than a thousand okay so parking is at a premium in Boston because it's extremely crowded mm-hmm and this is an upper upper class area mm-hmm Uh, I'm going to say $15,000.
0: The average cost of a parking spot in these areas in Back Bay and Beacon Hill is $127,000. No way. Parking space.
1: Mm $127,000. How long do you get that spot
0: for? I'm assuming... That's not a year. Yeah, no, I'm assuming if you pay for it that much money, then it should be yours. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, if it has that much, if it's that much, I'm building in a, you Mm -hmm. know, like... small apartment on the property there that's like a, not uh, yeah. yeah is that
0: illegal well no no i <laughs> that's not too far out of bounds i was gonna say because some people are buying not just in boston but in new york if people are selling parking spaces what a great idea it is to buy one as an investment
1: exactly yeah and
0: somebody doesn't want to pay for a whole year of parking but they say hey how much would it cost me to park it's like in rental this space? property uh-huh oh
1: fantastic or you could buy a you buy a camper or a
0: van and just, and live, there? just live there live there yeah, yeah. There might be someone doing that. I'm solving problems today. You are right? solving problems yeah. and building bridges. That's yeah. what I like about you. Yeah. Uh, so that is only the, the median asking price. Um, the most expensive uh, parking space ever sold. The asking price for it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, that was before the bidding war. You're causing me physical pain. I'm sorry. It's yeah, is how I two hundred and fifty thousand
1: mm-hmm. dollars was
0: the starting price. Yeah, that was the asking price. And so these folks got in a bidding war. And if you're familiar with things like eBay or real-life auctions, a lot of times people end up paying more than they should because they want to win. Sure. And I'm not going to say whether or not it was a good idea for these people to spend. Are you ready? Oh, no. $300,000 oh, to my. park here. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay. I
1: know. Does it say what kind of car they park there?
0: No. Hmm. I think if you pay $300,000 $300, for a parking space you you kind of get privacy check this out man what what do you think uh comes with a $300,000 parking space Mm, two painted lines
1: on each side or one on
0: each side you are good do you own this parking (laughs) space it's outdoors it's uncovered what yeah it's entirely the location
1: you're saying Mm $300,000 uncovered parking so Mm -hmm. the uh, the birds can land above it and Mm -hmm. uh, the tree can drop its whatever on it
0: yeah sap yeah Pollen, whatnot. So no uh, way. Yeah,
1: uh, you, you would think it would be uh, carpeted. Yeah,
0: I would think it'd be. Carpeted. I would think it would come with a car. <laughs> you would think so. A very expensive car. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not. You know. Wow. Not I'm my shocked. normal car. You're shocking me. Well, I. Thankfully, that's that's all I've got on. to bring it back to full circle. In Boston, and especially in that parking space, you will definitely get towed. You won't get booted.
1: <laughs> you might get booted by the owner.
0: You might get booted by the owner, yeah. yeah. But there um, we go. And We could probably go into, uh, we, we just want to do this listener's suggestion because, you know, I have some personal skin in the game when it comes to, to booting cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, we could do an entire uh, episode on the crazy parking conundrums. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, really, this, this is kind of a short one. I guess we even have time for oh. listener mail. Sure. Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, we got a bit of uh, listener mail here that uh, confirms that I'm not 100% crazy. Wait, what? You're looking at me like I'm not, sorry. So do you recall a few episodes ago, and this was talking about the car survival kit, we had a question from a listener um, about freezing water oh, on yeah. uh, northern road trips. Yep. Do you remember that? And I
0: suggested... <laughs> yeah, you suggested those popsicles. Yeah, and I'm
1: still laughing about it. I, You know, I thought about that afterwards, and I almost, I almost said, let's not air that one. It almost sounds too goofy, and it's just ridiculous, right? Okay. And I, I've I've honestly thought this several nights. I'm going to pull that one from the air. I'm going to no, say we I, can't we can't air it. I got your back because right. it's it's a little crazy. It, it just felt a little weird about it ever since. I thought you were thinking outside the well, box. I am thinking outside the box, and someone else thinks that as well. Um, Jake Jake wrote in and said, um, "Hey, I was listening to your podcast, and you're talking about various ways to store water in freezing temperatures. I think the idea for using the freeze pop." juice things is actually a better idea than it seems. Boom. Exactly. Uh, the reason they don't freeze solid is because of the sugar content. So it lowers the freezing temperature the liquid, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But um, he says he said, you know, not as crazy as I think I am. That's wow. good, huh? Yeah, I mean I guess
0: and you're gonna have to up the ante. He man. says
1: he says but what you could do if you wanted just water to to not freeze, yeah. is you could you could add a large amount of sugar to the water to keep it from becoming solid. And he said that if uh, uh, he mentions going to the local health food store to buy a certain type of uh, sugar, fruit sugar, fructose. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that in you know, a survival situation, you need all the energy you can get, so he doesn't think that fructose would hurt you one bit in that type of situation ah. because you just need energy to be able to to... Maintain whatever you're doing until someone can come rescue you or you can get out of the situation. That's a
0: really good point.
1: So he he took it a little bit further. Um, he says he's going to run it past his dietitian girlfriend uh, to see if it's a solid idea, but he will uh, he'll get back to us later about
0: it. Yeah. yeah so we're waiting. In so on. So that was my response. affirmation, yeah.
1: Ben, and that now I feel kind of justified, and I think that yeah. uh, I can finally get some sleep.
0: Yeah. No. No more staying up yeah. late at night. I,
1: I honestly was thinking about it that you know this is I gave them some bad advice, but uh, I think maybe maybe it was uh, it was good.
0: Yeah. And hopefully it's advice that uh, nobody will have to write in and tell us about a situation where they did have to do this. Because, yeah. of course, we hope that everybody takes good enough care of their vehicle that they don't end up breaking down. Precisely. But sometimes you can't help it. All right, folks. So you heard it here first. Scott the Deuce Benjamin is legally, again, a member of the same population of the world. How you feel, Scott?
1: I feel pretty good. Well, uh, welcome back. oil can bowling. <laughs> forgot about our nickname thing. we got to get back on that, yeah, uh, on that yeah, train. We've no got
0: way. some good uh, suggestions. We have. We've got, yeah. we've got some listener suggestions, Ooh. which I, um, I'm making a list. We're making a list. Yep. Keep sending them in. Yep. And uh, you can, of course, send them to our email address, along with any topics, any suggestions, any bad jokes, any recommendations of a good restaurant, anything.
1: Yep. You can reach us at HighSpeedStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com
0: homepage. journey through the heart of europe on
1: an elegant viking longship with thoughtful service cultural enrichment and all-inclusive fairs discover more at viking.com you know it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through